I was homeless and I was still depressed. I was still cutting. I was practicing witchcraft. At this point, I was a drug addict. I was addicted to heroin. I was addicted to pills, prescription pills. I was addicted to methamphetamines. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hey, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to The Real Life Radio Show. Today, we're going to talk with a woman who was a witch and later became a Christian. In the previous show, Jenny told us how she was raised in a Christian home, but the home was so dysfunctional that she grew up with so much emotional pain and depression that she considered suicide and began cutting herself through her teenage years. But then she was introduced to witchcraft through a movie, felt empowered, and later on became a full-on Wiccan and started practicing witchcraft. We're going to learn more about her life as a witch and how that changed. Jenny, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Jenny, so what happened as you were getting deeper and deeper into this witchcraft stuff? So things were happening in the house that I ended up living at when I got a little older. I actually was homeless at 17 years old. So I was still depressed. I was still cutting. I was practicing witchcraft. At this point, I wasn't into guys anymore. I was like, you know what? Forget that. I don't want to be with men. I see what my dad has done to my mom, and I went as far away from that as possible. Started dating women. So I ended up moving in and rooming with a girl who was a third-generation witch. And so my experiences with just dabbling in it here and there and doing things was about to take a complete different turn. When I started to live with her, I got deeper into it. We started doing some darker things, and we would use drugs as a way to open ourselves up to that spirit world that witchcraft teaches, where everything is alive, everything is a spirit. Plants are gods, and animals are gods, and all of this stuff, so... We were taking the drugs to open ourselves up to that. And in the house, we would do spells and you would walk by something and all of a sudden the picture would move or the light bulb. I remember we were talking about something in the hallway about spirits and this, that, and the other in that world. And the light bulbs just crashed and burst all over. Different things like that drawers would open up as you would walk by. It didn't make me go, wow, this is exciting. What happened is I became just gripped with fear like you cannot imagine. I was always looking over my shoulder. I was scared to go to sleep. I was scared to go outside. I was scared all the time. That is just how I lived my life. So what I thought getting into it was going to help me ended up just being this dark thing in my life. that I seemed like I couldn't even get away from it. Hmm. I could understand that. So at the same time, as you were thinking you were getting more powerful, the opposite happened. More fear began to grip your heart as you were seeing these things happen. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be loved. 
but every avenue that I was taking to get to that, it only gave me the opposite effect. People were leaving me and people were abandoning me and I was out on the streets and it was like no one let me come in their house. And so I remember those years of doing that. And I was a drug addict. I ended up being a full-blown drug addict. I was addicted to heroin at a young age. I was addicted to pills, prescription pills. I was addicted to methamphetamines. And that went on for nine years of my life. Hmm. Okay, so your life is taking a pretty deep turn here. At the beginning, it was full of power. And now you're given to the power of addiction to drugs. How did you start to realize all this? Yes. So I was on meth. I was sleeping in people's sheds in their backyards. They didn't know I was back there. I was homeless and I was on meth. And so I would go to dope house to dope house, drug house to drug house. And I was newly pregnant and I knew I needed to get off the drugs. I knew I needed to get care for my baby. And so my husband now, he was actually the drug dealer. And I remember just feeling low. I had not eaten in five days. I had not showered. I was filthy. I was eaten up by bug bites. And I just screamed out at the top of my lungs one night. I screamed three words. It actually was a prayer. And I say it because I was talking to God, but it doesn't sound like a prayer that people would think of today, but it was, God, help me. And I literally screamed that from like my spirit, like the depths of my belly, like, oh, like I can't go on anymore. And I didn't see lightning. I didn't have any goosebumps. I didn't have an angel appear. Nothing. Nothing happened. But I did feel peace. And I remembered at that moment being a young girl, being brought up in church. And I remember my parents saying, you know, if you call on Jesus, he'll be there for you. I remember those stories that I heard about Jesus loving me and caring for me. And so I know that he heard me because a few days later I was rescued. And when I say rescued, I mean arrested. (laughs) So I was running from the cops. I had a warrant for about a year and a half. I was running and they finally caught up to me and I was happy to let them arrest me. I was happy to be put in a car and they knew they could see that I was pregnant and the lady, the cop, the police officer, who I still don't, I want to find her, but I don't know her name or anything. But she talked to me for about an hour's ride and she just said, you know, you have great things that you're going to go do. You're a beautiful girl and you should be living. And she just basically gave me this pep talk. She had no clue years later that I would be traveling the world and ministering to people that need help. She had no clue. She was just being kind to me. And she was just telling me, hey, you know, just pray. God's got you. And so that's when it all broke on my life. And I never went back to that life from that day on. Hmm. Most people would think that getting arrested was a bad thing. But I'm glad that you turned it into a safe haven where you ended up blossoming in your faith in Christ. And I understand your husband, the drug dealer, also gave up his drug dealing, which is awesome. What would you say to the person who is in this horrible situation even now, but maybe has not yet called out to God? I would say that there's no one in the world that is too far for God to reach. I mean, I was out there, I didn't even list all the things that I was in. But no matter what you're going through at this moment, no matter what is happening, no matter what you see, no matter the circumstances, the problems, even the mental prison, maybe a physical prison, maybe a prison of your heart, you just feel that you just can't get out of what you're in. I'm telling you from experience that Jesus is the way. You just ask Him to come in. Listen, and I'm not even talking just to 
unbelievers, I'm talking about unbelievers, people that don't believe in God, people that are not serving the Lord, and people that are in the church. Everybody, under the sound of my voice, that if you call on the name of Jesus, he's able to come in, whatever the situation is, and he will heal, he will deliver, and he will set free. Jenny, your testimony is so eye-opening of your experience of how Jesus saved you when you're really going down a dark path. I mean, this right here is the power of God. Jenny, thank you really so much for being on our show. Thank you for having me. I want to talk more about this right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. We are back. Now let's delve deeper here. This is an amazing testimony, but what really caught me was how much fear really began to grip her life. I mean, here you have someone who is trying to fix her past, who's trying to take control, get more power to make sure lack of control of her life doesn't happen. But the very thing she feared or was trying to not happen ended up happening. Like she wanted to make sure that she could control her life and be in control of her life, but instead she ended up being addicted to drugs and just her life was just this chaotic mess. And then suddenly getting into witchcraft, that actually turning against her and causing her to be fearful and being afraid of this very power that she used to utilize, now realizing that this power is turning against her. How many times does that happen in our lives? You know, I remember for me, that I didn't resolve to witchcraft or anything like that. But when I had trauma in my life and I became an atheist, I decided that day that I was going to take hold and take control of my life and make sure that that bad thing never happened again. But it doesn't happen. And the very thing that we try to take control of, it ends up when we try to squeeze or hold it and make it shape a certain way, it ends up crumbling within our very hands. Maybe you're experiencing something like this. What about you? Where in this timeline are you at? Do you look back at your life and say, gosh, I want to make sure that that never happens again and you're trying to fix your life? Maybe you're taking control by even the job roles you're seeking. Maybe it's the things that you're doing, the groups that you're getting involved with to gain more power to make sure that you have control over your life. It's so easy to get to that point. But then the more we try to do that, the more fear begins to grip our lives because we can realize, you know what? I can mess this up. I'm messing up my own life or someone else is going to mess up my life. What does the Bible have to say about that? 
In 1 John 4, 18 through 19, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. But listen to this part. Because fear involves torment. I'm going to stop right there. Think about this. Fear, why are we afraid? It's because we are afraid of these bad things tormenting us in our lives, bad things happening in our lives. And so we try to take control and fix that so that never happens again. But that's not the answer. The Bible says that there is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. Not more control, but more love. And the Bible says in 1 John 4, 16, that God is love. So your answer is in your life is to get that healing, to make sure that that trauma, or to fix that past trauma, it's to get more of God in your life. So Father, I'm praying for my friend right now. And maybe we're saying like, oh, I'm going to take control. I'm going to fix everything. Let's just let it go. And Lord Jesus, we receive you and we let it go to you. We let go of that control. We let go of needing to be in control. We surrender to you knowing that you're a good God and that you love us and you have a perfect plan for our lives. So Jesus, we receive you and we believe in you. In Jesus' mighty name. So how about giving God a try and see what changes come about in your life? I pray that you were blessed by this show and I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.